You're now listening to a Binge Bull Brain podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending binge eating, overeating, and emotional eating through the inside-out understanding of your habits. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast episode. Today we are going to talk about body image. And this is something new because even though body image issues are tightly connected to eating disorders, binge eating, I don't think that I've ever made a podcast episode about body image issues specifically. And if you don't want to hear about the solution for body image issues from the spiritual angle, then perfect. This episode is for you. I'm not going to talk about some kind of weird spiritual shit like I did in the last podcast episode when I told you that you don't have free will because there is no self. (laughs) Don't worry. In today's podcast episode, we are going to talk about tangible solutions. We are going to use mind management techniques. I'm going to share with you a couple of those. Um, and well, in the future, I might be walking away from those, from those, uh, you know, step-by-step methods, uh, frameworks, techniques. Uh, but before I leave these techniques behind, I thought I might share them with you because you might find them helpful. But before we get into the specifics, I want to tell you that, you know, changing your thoughts about your body image, it's a process. So here I'm going to present you the possible journey you may be going through. This is how it might look like, but also it might look totally different. You may have just an insight and all of a sudden (laughs) drop all of the unhelpful thoughts about your body image. Um, So just remember that it's like this, but also it's not like this. <laughs> so I'm going to present you a couple of steps you can follow, but also your journey might be totally different. And before we get into it, I have one more announcement and it is, please, if you appreciate me coming here weekly, maybe you could leave a review for this podcast. You know, I have a friend online. Well, actually, she's just a person I follow online. And she recently started a podcast. She released free episodes and she asked people to just review the podcast to help her. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I just wanted to help her out. So she has released uh, free, well, right now, four episodes. And she already has 45 reviews. And I'm here like, I've recorded 50 podcast episodes and I've got way less reviews than than she has. So yeah, I would highly, I would very much appreciate if you could leave a review for the podcast. And let's start with the first step to improved body image. And the step is to the wire before the wire. So this is what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> However, I don't know if the word the wire exists. I just meant the opposite of rewiring. So maybe like pruning, pruning some information from your brain because you have to deprogram before you can reprogram something again. So part of learning is also unlearning unhelpful things. So I need you to have the willingness to be wrong. 
willingness to be wrong about all the things you know about your body and societal expectations. So right now I could talk for hours about how wrong we are about, you know, our bodies um, and so on. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to share with you three titles of books that talk about body image issues. And I read them and I highly recommend them. So the first book is Body Positive Power, How to Stop Dieting, Make Peace with Your Body and Live By. (laughs) And Live. (laughs) (laughs) make peace with your body and live (laughs) and this book is by Megan uh, Jane Crabb the second book I recommend is uh, the body is not an apology the power of radical self-love and this book is by Sonia Renee Taylor and the third book is the goddess revolution make peace with food uh, love your body and reclaim your life by Mel Wells you can get this as a book, you can get it as ebook, you can get it as an audiobook and please listen, read them and just realize that we all have been brainwashed. We all have been manipulated. To change the way you think about your body, you really need to learn new information. Please learn about historical ideals of women's shapes and how they change across centuries. Learn about how the diet culture and beauty ideals are rooted in patriarchy. And you, that information, that information may get you angry. I know that in my case, it really made me angry when I realized that in a way I am a victim. Me, my friends, my family, we are all victims. And that anger I had, of course, it wasn't um, directed towards particular people. It's just directed towards towards the system. And it is a good type of anger. Anger that drives action. Anger that, that is a fuel for uh, my, my changes, changes in, in my life. So I would say that this is the first step to changing your body image. Just be curious, learn heaps be willing to hear different perspective. It's just like you don't know what you don't know. That's why you have to be very open. You have you need to have that willingness to be wrong and to hear uh, other perspectives about body positivity, body neutrality, uh, health at every size and so on. The second step to improve body image is to find out who are you beyond your looks. So now, after the first step, hopefully you've learned that some of your values, they are not really your values, they were programmed because you are something more than just your looks. So I need you to ask yourself, like, who are you beyond your body? What brings you pleasure? When are you in your element? When do you accept yourself? And also, how do you wish to be remembered when you are old? Do you want to be remembered as a grandma who never ate her own birthday cake? Do you want to be remembered as a person who sacrificed hours and hours at the gym just to stay below uh, 140 pounds? I assume that you might be struggling with finding out who are you beyond your body. You may struggle with answering these questions and that's okay. Feeling lost and confused, those are normal human feelings. But I really want to invite you to shift your perspective about yourself. 
What if the real you loves you no matter what? What if your real you is good enough? What if your real you is just perfect the way you are? What if you love yourself the most when you don't think about yourself at all, when you are present in the moment, when you're immersed in activity? Maybe, maybe you don't need to do anything. I suggest you do in today's podcast episode. Maybe you just need to find clarity, peace of mind, as often as possible during the day. You don't need techniques, you don't need reframing your mindset. You just need to see what's behind the clouds. And clouds are, of course, your contaminated thinking. So what if all of your struggles with self-acceptance and low self-image are nothing more than just contaminated thinking? You've learned to be self-obsessed. You've learned to obsess about your body. But it's just habitual thinking that was accidentally programmed into your brain. I know that many of you hate your bodies, hate, hate the way your body looks like, functions, and so on. The level of hate, I think that it's not, that it, it's not constant. Let's say that you hate yourself 99% of time, but there is still this one person when you feel maybe neutral about your body or you just feel okay about your body. So what if this one or even half person is real you and other times it is habit? What if it's not true that you hate your body, it's just you have hateful thoughts about your body that just loop in your brain, but the real you really loves you. <laughs> what if this one person of time, you are the real you, the one that accepts, the one that accepts you. And I know that you right now may think that, oh, I wish I could be like this all the time. I wish I could accept my body like that all the time. And it is possible for you. So instead of thinking that it's the anomaly when you accept your body, treat it as your natural state. And all judgmental and self-critical thoughts are just neurological junk. So your default state is radical self-love. It's not the anomaly when you accept yourself. This is your default mode. Your default mode is radical self-love. And since it is your default state, there is nothing you have to do to achieve that. You just have to understand the nature of human experience and nature of thought. Uh, that thoughts are not absolute truths. Body image issues happen when you get caught up in the habit of thinking negatively about your body. The first step to improved body image is... Stop doing things that escalate the problem. So please take a moment and examine what do you currently do that escalates your problem with body image. And I've got a quick exercise for you. So instead of asking yourself, like, how can I improve my body image? Ask yourself the opposite question. What would you ask yourself to escalate this problem? So answering these questions will help you to identify what do you currently do to escalate the, the problem? So, for example, ask yourself the question, how can I hate my body more? How can I be ashamed of my body more? 
So the possible answers would be be more self-critical, compare your body to other people, look at the Instagram fitness influencers on Instagram and compare yourself to them, look for flaws in the mirror, look at your old pictures from the good old days when you were slimmer and compare yourself. So now you see what kind of activities you have to stop engaging in so that you stop escalating this problem. And remember that intrusive thoughts, they naturally come up in your mind, but when you don't entertain them, when you don't give them so much attention, they just dissipate and then the new fresh thoughts come up. So one of the things I would do in the past is I used to look at my body in the mirror and I would, of course, criticize myself, but I would always tell myself that this is the last time I'm in such a big body. I always believe that, okay, today or tomorrow we are going to start a new diet. So this is probably the last time I look so heavy because from from today, everything is just going to be better. I'm going to be slimmer. So Every day I believe that this is, that I am at my worst, that uh, the next day I'm going to be better and I'm going to win to lose weight because every day I would, you know, think about starting a diet or something like that. Now I slightly changed it. Now what I'm thinking, which is really helpful for me, but again, it may not apply to many of my listeners, especially if you are older person who already gave birth to to children. (laughs) Because what I'm what I'm doing right now, instead of thinking that, oh, right now I'm looking my worst and I'm going to lose weight and everything is going to be better, I I changed it and I think to myself that okay, right now, you know, I'm the fittest. Today I am the youngest I will ever be because of course I'm going to start aging. Also, at some point, I'm going to start a family, which means that I will sacrifice my body. And after that, I'm going to have saggy breasts. <laughs> I'm going to push a baby from my vagina. I'm going to have hanging belly. I'm going to have lots of stretch marks. I'm going to have probably even more and more cellulite because maybe I'm going to be less active and so on. So every day I'm looking at my body. Well, I don't look at my body every day, but you know, I have the sense that today, even though my body is not perfect, even though, you know, I do have love handles and I already have cellulite, blah, blah. I'm also aware that maybe this is the best I've ever been. Maybe today I am the fittest I will ever be because again, I'm on a downward spiral. (laughs) Let's be honest. We are all, we are all aging and we are on this downward spiral. So instead of thinking about the future that like, oh, I'm going to look better tomorrow in a week, in a month, I flip the script and every day I appreciate my body for what it is because I know that it's going to change and I will not prioritize my body, right? Maybe I'm going to prioritize my family, my career and yeah, me being active, uh, maybe it won't be as important. (laughs) Anyways, uh, let's forget about that story. Let's go to the next step. And this is the last step. So the last step to improved body image is to to change the content of your thinking. And this step is 
optional because as you know I'm not that much into changing the content of your thinking anymore but okay I'm gonna share uh, this step with you anyways and I think that this step is for people who have time and people who like to pretend that they are in control of their own thinking they are the boss of their brain so let's do it let's reframe your mindset let's rewire your thinking brain so the question is how do you change your mind well firstly you have to believe that it is possible that it is possible for you to change your thoughts and your mind about a particular issue today we are talking about the body image so my clients often tell me that they sometimes feel incapable because they've been criticizing their body for decades and now the fault of accepting their body is yeah they feel like they are not capable of that so i would like you to look for examples when changing your mind actually worked so for example during the pandemic we all quickly changed our habits also our mental habits because we were bombarded with the information we had the information overload so all of the sudden we all remembered that we have to wash our hands and that we should sneeze into the elbow and so on so if you want to infuse your mind with a new information you need a lot of input right so to change the way we are thinking we needed a lot of information from media, from experts, uh, from friends, reminding us that we need to change our uh, behavior. And it might be very similar with your habits about body image issues. So it's not like, you know, you're going to do those exercises once and you are cured and your body image totally changed. No, you will need to repeat the new information several times. You will need that uh, that impulse, that input from different um, venues, right? You have to remind yourself that you want to change the way you think. And the global pandemic was was a great example of how we all change the way we think about um, certain situations. But before you change the content of your own thinking about your body image, you first need to even know what you're thinking. So what I recommend you is just take a piece of paper and do so-called thought download or brain dump. So just write everything that comes to your mind. Just do free writing. Whatever is in your brain about your body image, just write it down. Usually when you start, uh, you don't know how to start, but usually when you start writing it down, it just flows through you. And now when you have all of those thoughts on a piece of paper, it's going to be easier for you to understand how your current problems are created by your own thinking. On a piece of paper, you will have the evidence of your own thoughts. You will witness your own thoughts, which is pretty hard for us when they are in our mind because they are formless, right? But when you put them on a piece of paper, they, in a sense, they have a form. So you can witness your own thoughts. You can see what kind of thoughts you have and how those thoughts create your feelings and drive your actions. And you need to ask yourself, like, what kind of thoughts that are on a piece of paper. So which of those thoughts are unhelpful in my situation? And then what you can do is you can explore single unhelpful thought. 
Because again, you're going to have loads of those those faults. So maybe you could find the fault that you would say that it's a root cause fault. And then let's explore it together. The examples of thoughts that you may find is something like, nobody will love me in a larger body. I hate how my thighs jingle. I can't, I can't believe I let myself go. Um, the cellulite on my legs looks horrible. Probably you, you found some faults uh, like that. And now let's take one of those faults and I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. How do you feel when you think this one specific thought? What feelings does this thought cause you? How do you behave when you feel this way? What actions do you take when you have this thought? What results do you get from thinking that thought? What thought would you need to think to act the way you want to? What would you be without this thought? Another exercise that you can do is you can take this thought to a court. So imagine a court trial and you have uh, this automatic negative thought. And now imagine two sides. You have the defense attorney and a prosecuting attorney. And one side will defend the truthfulness of this automatic negative fault, and the other side attempts to undermine the truthfulness of this automatic negative fault. And at the end, when all of the evidence is presented, try weighing the evidence pro and against the um, negative automatic fault. And you may notice that maybe you were blind to the evidence contrary to your negative fault. You just favored one side. You didn't notice that maybe you have some cognitive distortions, right? So doing that kind of simple exercise can be very helpful. So once you know that you have all of those unhelpful thoughts, uh, once you start seeing what kind of results uh, those thoughts create in your mind, once you start question those thoughts, what you may do is you may select a new intentional thought. So all of those negative thoughts you had about your body, I bet that they were programmed into you. You didn't choose them intentionally. So what we have to do is we need to select a new intentional thought. So ask yourself, is there another thought that could be more helpful? Is there a thought that could encourage some kind of progress? What thoughts could open up a new possibilities for you? What thoughts could allow you to show up the way you want to? Which new thoughts do you want to begin thinking? And remember that the new thought, new intentional thought you want to start um, repeating to yourself, this thought should be believable. Because repeating faults that we don't believe in, it's, it's unhelpful. That's why oftentimes affirmations are unhelpful. Moreover, they make us feel worse about ourselves because then we see this huge gap between our current way of thinking and your ideal thinking. So please do not lie to yourself. So while selecting a new intentional thought, what you could use is a thought ladder. So a fault ladder is a fault that is trying to bring, uh, bridge the gap 
between your old unhelpful thought and your new intentional helpful thought. So how we can use a thought ladder? For example, you can add at the beginning of a sentence um, some starters like it's possible that I blah, blah, blah. It's possible that I could someday accept my body the way it is. I'm willing to believe that my belly is good enough. I'm willing to wear shorts. I'm seeing that it's possible for me to feel good about myself. So you see, those thoughts, they are more believable. It's not like, I am the queen and I love my body. No, this is the affirmation and this doesn't work because it creates cognitive dissonance in your brain because you you just don't believe that thought. However, with the thought ladder, those sentences are believable, right? So a new thought, it shouldn't be perfect thought. It just has to be good enough thought. Thought that moves you forward. It doesn't have to be positive. Just choose a thought that directs you towards a neutrality that is less um, negative than the thought before. And then you can change that thought again. So go step by step from the negative thought to a positive thought. And remember that this new thought is just bridging the gap. And uh, one day you're going to get to those positive statements or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe for you, just the concept of uh, body neutrality is good enough. I just want for you to feel neutral or good about yourself. I don't want you to be f- to, to be thinking so negatively about your body. When you have this new intentional thought, just ask yourself, how do you feel when you think this new intentional thought? What actions uh, do you think this feeling will fuel? What results may you experience because of this new intentional thought? And now it's time for you to practice this new intentional thought. You really need to repeat it. So for now, this new intentional thought, it remains in a prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex in general is just slow, deliberate, thoughtful. So you will have to remind yourself very often to repeat to yourself that thought, to try to pre-program your brain. So at the beginning, it is going to require a lot of effort. First, you will have to put an effort into thinking that thought before it becomes effortless. But the good thing is that your thinking brain will want to delegate thinking that thought to a lower brain, right? Because the brain wants to save save up energy. So when your primitive brain notices a repetitive pattern of thinking, it tries to, you know, take it so that prefrontal cortex doesn't have to think those thoughts, that those thoughts become more second nature to you. So prefrontal cortex will delegate thinking that fault to more primitive parts of your brain. It's going to be rewired better. So at the beginning, again, you have to put effort into thinking and repeating that thought, but at some point it should become effortless. It should become uh, less uh, conscious. And one more thing I wanted to mention is the Homer Simpson effect, that in order to make room for a new... Uh, information, your brain needs to weed out 
prior information, right? So this is exactly what's going to happen right now. You are, you have deliberate effort. You're constantly repeating the new thought and you will unlearn the unhelpful thoughts about your body that you had previously. And the Homer Simpson effect, effect talks about that, that in order to learn something new, we have to unlearn old programming. But still in the first couple of weeks, months, you know, the old programming will still come up. So what you can do is you can use, for example, the cognitive diffusion. Uh, Cognitive diffusion is a technique psychologists use to separate, distance yourself from your thoughts and emotions. So for example, when a thought comes up, you can say to yourself that, oh, I'm noticed I'm having a thought or I'm having a thought that I'm having a thought that I don't deserve to wear shorts or something like that. Uh, other thing that you can do when the old thought comes up is that you can name it. You can say that your inner critic shows up. So it's not really you thinking those negative thoughts, but it's just your inner critic. It's your old programming. Also, you can start singing aloud those sentences, or you can make silly voices to just remind yourself that this is not your true self. Your true self is full of love, compassion, and self-acceptance. So singing those silly voices, um, singing you know those unhelpful phrases, that will help you to detach yourself from those thoughts. You will start seeing them just as faults because those faults you know they just appear in your mind but they do not mean anything about you it's just the old version of the programming and your brain just hasn't fully updated to a new version i want you to think about it in that way and at the end of today's podcast episode i just want to mention that again changing content of your fault is optional <laughs> most of the time Our thoughts are outside of our control. So thoughts have the ability to shape our reality, but thoughts do not determine the quality of our life. You can have shitty thoughts about your body, but if you don't take them seriously, it doesn't matter, right? (laughs) I want you to understand that that you do not have to uh, change the content of your thinking. Of course, It would be nice. This is something that I also sometimes utilize um, that maybe reframing your mindset, maybe looking for a more favorable perspective, that this is helpful because also I don't want to go through my day having all of those negative thoughts. But what helps me the most is understanding that thoughts are not reality. Thoughts are just thoughts. So even though I could have all negative thoughts throughout the day, if I remember that those are just thoughts, old programming, like I don't have to change those thoughts. I just have to be reminded that, again, those are just just thoughts and they don't mean anything. (laughs) I hope that you understand. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. If you would like to work with me, remember to check the links below today's podcast episode. We've got their link to the coaching application. We've got their link for Facebook group, uh, for my online courses and so on. So just remember to check the links below show notes. Thank you so much for listening to me today and see you next week. Bye. 
If you enjoyed today's podcast episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Binge Pro Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your coaching application for my Binge Pro Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day. Bye.